This podcast is proudly supported by Baseballism, an all-baseball-related apparel and cloning company for baseball people. Check them out at Baseballism.com. It's America's brand. Welcome to the ANA Sports Podcast, Sports Talk, with your hosts, Anthony Cortez and Alex Ashley. And Kevin! Oh yeah, and Kevin Rowe. Alright boys, let's rock it. Ready to rock and roll. <laughs> let's rock! No. You ever seen Airheads? Have I ever seen Airheads? Yes. What's Airheads? It's a movie. About what? It's about uh, a band. Brendan Fraser, Adam Sandler, and uh, Steve Buscemi. They're dude, Brendan Fraser was the man for a hot minute. He was. Dude, he was the man. He was. What? Bedeviled. What else? Mummies. What else was he in? Mummy. Well, the mummy. But the mummy. Mu- mummy. That's like. How do you say multiple like mummies? Favorite. He was movie in two. Yet. Was he in two? He was in yeah. all of them. Yeah, he, he was, was in all of them. Yeah. The, but that was the like, mummy. Th- that's like her favorite movie of all time. She. Will, the mummy, really? Every time I say that, she's like, "It's not my favorite movie, really. You love that movie." What else was he in? Anyways, then, he was in Airheads. You know who else was like great for a hot minute too? Antonio Banderas. Yeah. I love Zorro, he was yeah. excellent. Uh Spy Kids, he was excellent, even though he didn't have a huge role, still excellent in that. Thirteenth Warrior, have you all ever seen that? No. Classic movie. Looking prime. Like great movie. You guys need I'll let you borrow it. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Anyways, Brendan Fraser is in a movie with Adam Sandler okay. and Steve Buscemi. They're in a rock band. They're trying to get heard on the radio. So what do they do? They they break into a radio station, and like literally as the they're on the air, the the DJ asked the asked Brendan Fraser, who's the front man, he's like, "You got you're playing pretend you're playing the forum. You got however many people in front of you. What are you gonna tell them?" And he goes, "Rock and roll." It's a good scene. <laughs> Neat. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I was just more thinking along in my head, like ideas breaking in, putting us out on the actual radio. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was like, so that, so as that's all we got. Like, movie. He said all that, and I tuned out the you rest of them. You haven't seen it, so. Kev? No, really? Dude, it's a good movie. If anybody should be the Airheads, we should be the Airheads. Yeah, the Airheads, the Airheads. And uh, no, the name also of the, great candy. The name of the band is an Airheads. <laughs> the name of the band is the Lone Rangers. And there, and even the DJ and like a couple of other guys. Well, you, how can you be the Lone Rangers? You're not there, exactly yeah, lone of them. <laughs> it's funny. That dude. doesn't make it what. <laughs> it, it does, it's that's amazing. It's a good movie. Anyway, welcome back. We're your three best friends in a sports show, episode eighty-two. How was last week? Good man. Yeah, good. Kept works finally. That was great. Down, so. You have a new head coach. How do you feel about it? Before we get yeah. deeper into it, I I'm, I like it. I do to an extent. So yeah, we'll talk about it. But okay. we'll we'll chit chat. We'll yeah. chit chat. We'll we'll little, little sit down. Little sit I love down. it and I hate talk. it, but we'll see. You we'll love yeah. it and you hate it. Little Socratic okay, I'm, I really want to hear why you hate it. So. Okay, little okay. Socratic method style. Well, first point to get to, we got we got a lot to get to tonight, but first to get to, like uh, Alex said, we do not have an interview, so you're just going to have to listen to us. Sucks sorry. to be you. Sorry about it. <laughs> not sorry about it, actually. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, Bama QB, Tua, I don't, do not have, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. So Tonga gonna, Vailoa. Tonga Vailoa declares for the 2020 draft. Tonga Violin. Tonga Violin. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Tagamama. 
Where's he get drafted? He's not going to Cincinnati. No. No. Uh, Probably Miami. Miami. Yeah. Miami. I'm really happy that he decided to to go because so I don't know if many people know this, but uh so when he signed with Alabama, his whole family in Hawaii uprooted themselves from Hawaii and moved to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, which has gotta be all but like a living hell coming from Miami. Or excuse me, from Hawaii. And so when he got there, like he made it through. He became one of the most influential quarterbacks in Alabama history, and now he has a chance to almost pay them back, kind of put them in a better spot than they were maybe when they got there. And then the great thing is they'd still get to stay there because the little brother's playing there too. So it's not like the family has to leave, but he can really like help them grow more and kind of like pay back. And even if it doesn't work, like the little brother's playing where? Well, shit, moving Alabama. over, moving over oh, yeah. to mm-hmm. Alabama from Hawaii. I'm sure they had a shit ton of money. So you will also fair, but even still, like Hawaii's expensive, man. Yeah, but Hawaii is so nice. I oh, I'm not saying it's not nice, but yeah, expensive. Oh yeah, very costly to live there. Apparently, I've never been, but I've never been either. But everything I hear is it's expensive. Well, it's it's on an island. It is an island, so you know. Yeah. Uh, everything's like an import. Basically. It's basically a tourist. Like it's you know it's like tourists. I'm sure expenses are just yeah. Yeah, true. <coughs> Even San Antonio, just like drink prices downtown, like in the touristy oh, parts, dumb, is dude. ridiculous, dude. Dumb. Yeah, I had a buddy who paid like eighteen dollars for two Bud Lights the other day. I was like, are you <laughs> <laughs> I'll go buy like eight six packs. Also, why are you drinking Bud Light? But I'll go buy eight six packs for eighteen dollars. Hey, like some people like Bud Light. Leave them alone. Does anybody like Bud Light, or do people just drink Bud Light? Uh, some people like Bud Light. Yeah, if I'm going a Budweiser beer, I'm going original Budweiser. Yeah, same. Dude, I really don't see how people drink but Bud Budweiser. Light, Bud Light's not bad. Bud Heavy is better than Bud Light. At least it has, like, flavor. Isaiah Bud Heavy. loves Budweiser, <laughs> yeah. and I truly don't get it. It's delicious. I don't get it. It's delicious. It's so good. But anyway, so congratulations to him and his family. They're going to make some... Some good money. He's gonna he's gonna have a pretty nice payday here in the next couple of months. And yeah, he's going no more than second, but no lower than like fifth in the draft. He's not going second. No, I'm saying, but he would like that's his ceiling. I think like because who has second pick? Washington right now. Yeah, I mean the they've already mm-hmm. have significant draft capital in Haskins, mm-hmm. and then third is what Giants mm-hmm. Daniel Jones. Right. Well, no, but like let's say somebody else wants to move up. And grab him. They could. Not saying that they would. I'm saying Possibly. his ceiling would be. <laughs> but I think the only team that really would want him or need him right now, other than Cincinnati, who's going to get Joe Burrow, would be Miami. Yeah, maybe a few teams. I mean, Wouldn't, again, it depends. I don't know off the top of my head. I'd have to look you at want, a lot of. Now, would you want to risk the draft capital capital and trade up now, or wait a year for Trevor Lawrence? Right, but you also have to like hope Trevor Lawrence doesn't get hurt in the next year too. True, and Tua, that's with anybody. And Tua, like they were, they were doing like some comparisons, and Tua played like three, like less games or something like that, and has like four less touchdowns than Joe Burrow does. They're saying that they're pretty on par for what they do. Yeah. So I mean, if somebody wants a Joe Burrow esque type quarterback but doesn't want to pay right first but I'm round not, draft I'm, pick I wasn't money, comparing Burrow to. No, no, I know, no, I know. But I'm just saying, like, it was it, uh, Tua to uh, to Lawrence. Lawrence, oh, I know, no, I know. But I'm saying is like, if somebody wants to try to also get somebody who's of that caliber, they could in this draft for less money, potentially, because he has been hurt. They can drop that paycheck just, or a they can bit. get another piece and get their quarterback next year. Yeah, it depends. 
Which is why I think he should have gone next year. But hey, make your money while you can. You can always go back to school. Like, I think he'll be fine either way. And see, that's why I think Miami can afford to go for Tua now. Right. Is because they have three first round picks this year. Right. And next year. What does that say to Ryan Fitzpatrick? I don't think it's ever been a problem for him. I think he knows Dude, he's thirty eight. Yeah, I think he kind of knows where he, he knows. He knows he's at the tail end of his career. He's just enjoying <laughs> the ride. I think he's been joining his ride for the past like three years, four years, longer. Yeah, I was about to say three decades. <laughs> no, no, I know, but I mean, like, but I mean, like, he's been like let loose. Like, I, I think he's been like super, just like whatever, dude, for the past like three years specifically. Like, I think sometimes when he wakes up, he's still surprised he plays in the NFL. Oh okay. no! I think he's he knows what he is. He's a competent quarterback who's capable of starting, but will be an awesome backup if you have if right. you need a backup. And Side arguably note, best beard. Going to Tampa, going to New York Jets, right. going to Buffalo, going now to Miami. Right. He knows what he's getting picked up for is to be a backup, and then he just outplays the current quarterback, the or right. the other quarterback gets hurt, and he just takes over the starting job. Right. <laughs> I think he loves it. Oh, he does because everybody's like, "Oh, well, they're going to bring Ryan in." Fitzpatrick. It's yeah, they're bringing in the backup. And did you know he's like oh, a qualified genius? Like, apparently he like oh, he was he's Ivy League. Yeah, he's like a legitimate genius. Fitzpatrick. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, he's like what? What, what, what school was it? It was a uh, not Harvard. Uh, was it Brown? Was it? My brain says MIT. No, I don't it wasn't know MIT. why. But was, I feel uh, like maybe he got accepted there. But I think he was the guy who also helped Ivy develop League, like Bluetooth or something like that. Like he was a big part of some ridiculous thing that everybody uses now in developing that technology. Was he Johnny Moxon's classmate? I, uh, I don't know. I don't even know Johnny Moxon. Dude, tell me you know that reference. Tell me. Come on. Uh, no. I know you don't know oh, it. for two. Dude, Varsity Blues. Okay. Never saw it. God. Swing and a miss again. That's just uh, over two. Over two, champ. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me about bad movies. Name or good movies. your first kid Ofer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. I will give him credit. I didn't catch the reference. I've actually seen that one though. Thank you. But I got yeah. you. I'll Thank pick you. you up. Thank you. I got you. Yeah. Side Speaking note, of you, uh, so point five for two. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> did y'all see uh, Jameis's uh, exit interview? I guess. No. What did he say? Um, was it coherent? No. Somebody. A- yeah. But somebody was asked, it intercepted. Somebody asked <laughs> him about the interception. Somebody caught it before he did. And he's like, <laughs> "If I eliminate the interceptions, I'm the best in the game." Oh, I did hear that. Yeah. You did, right. Yeah. I, I was just, like, great. I just kind of laughed at Said it. Said every so quarterback it. ever. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, I'm like, neato guy. Eat a W, bro. Love listening to uh, uh, on ESPN radio, uh, useless sound montage. Yeah, that's got to be in there. Yeah, if I eliminate the interceptions, right. that'd be greatest ever. Yeah, <laughs> so would everyone. If I, you know, eliminated all my incompletions, so I'd probably would have uh, like Nathan a perfect, Peterman. Right. <laughs> also, did you see Phillips Rivers' exit interview? He said... And I kind of like this. He's like, I we ended the game on an interception, or they ended the game on an interception. But he's like, I truly don't care. I'm going out there and giving it my all. Yeah, you. I mean, Philip Rivers, you can't pull him out. He doesn't pull out. So, <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, yeah. He, he he will never pull out because he loves to continuously fuck the organization. Mm-hmm. Every, everything really. <laughs> I don't think it just stops there. Like it's yeah, he's I don't know. 
at some point he's got to where do you think he's going next year i don't know uh, he's got to go somewhere though is he up is he he's talented i think so yeah who does san diego have i think they'll draft somebody you don't think they'll sign him to like a two-year contract <sighs> if they do i think that's a mistake to be quite honest well I, honestly if you're gonna draft a quarterback you want him behind probably somebody for a little bit and Philip Rivers, for all the shit that everybody gives him, for the fact that he's so under the radar, he's still a good quarterback. He's borderline Hall of Fame. I would say he's Hall of Fame just because of consistency. I think, yeah. I would, I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't put it on his accolades of, like, winning. But, like, he's He's, always there. That's that's my point. Like, they don't win. Right. But, But do you want the guy who can't win? To teach the guy, the new guy? Maybe some of the fundamentals, like you said, the accuracy, the consistency. Fair. What it's like to be around in the league. He's a veteran. <clears throat> yeah, but you could then go and get Ryan Fitzmagic to do that. And probably for cheaper at that point, too. Yeah, Fitzmagic's already under contract, though. Well, I know what I'm saying. You could, like, I'm saying like there are other guys that you could get to teach him something very similar. I mean, But if you couldn't, he's the guy. Yeah, I mean, if you can't, probably him. Right, but they're not going to go pick up somebody that's in free agency that they don't know to teach a quarterback that they're just drafting. Yeah. Unless they're trying to do a total, like, clear house and, like, we don't want any of that bad juju. I don't see that happening. I don't see not, either. I don't I see that happening to, in almost in San Diego, in Los Angeles. I think they need to. I think that I think they, they need, need to burn some sage some in there. point, but they I don't think like, this is the year. Meh. It needs to be. Speaking of, though. Gotta remember, it people was just, moving to the pros. It was just a year ago they were thirteen and three as a wild card, and I they mean, were favored to go to the Super Bowl. That USA Today had them in the Super Bowl this year. When did they lose? When did they lose in the AFC Championship? Was that last year or the year before? They won. that was the year before, right? I'm not wrong. No, I don't no. think they made the AFC Championship. But last no. year they lost in the divisional round to the Patriots, right? Oh, okay. In Fox because they won their wild card matchup against fuck, if I remember. I've never heard of that team. <laughs> uh, wasn't it Baltimore? They yeah, it was Baltimore. It Baltimore was eight didn't and eight. Win the division, did they? I no, thought they, they won were, the wild card. They were eight and eight, and they played Baltimore, and they won. And then they played a second game. I feel like they played Baltimore though. Anyway, we anyway, can look it up. Later. I don't know because I thought they were the I thought the Chargers were the wild card. And they played the winner of it would have to be the North, which would have been what Steelers last year. No, it wasn't the Steelers. Steelers didn't win the North. They they lost to somebody on the road, if I'm remembering it correctly. But I don't it, know. Anyway, it, it doesn't matter. Anyways, if you haven't noticed by now, we're scrapping highlights this week. Uh, sorta, sorta, sorta. Cowboys new head coach. Want to talk about it, Mike McCarthy? Cowboys man. Like I said, I love it and I hate it. A, I love it because it's McCarthy. 13 years in Green Bay. He's got a winning pedigree. He's won a Super Bowl. He's got a good mindset in the fact that he is at least somewhat no nonsense. He's going to hold players accountable. If you're not putting 100% out, he will bench you for a little while. You can't say that about Garrett. I think that's kind of that driving force that the Cowboys locker room needs. However, I don't like how he ended in Green Bay, where he seemed at odds with his quarterback. 
he seemed at odds with a lot of his locker room. And, yeah, I, that worries me. But that winning pedigree is a good thing, and his attitude toward it is a good thing. Uh, everything I've heard in this past year, he's done a lot more of training himself to be more analytical. He has been watching games on Sunday with other coordinators and coaches from the league that are, I guess, free agent coaches to better analyze the sport. So I'm kind of interested to see how his style with Dallas will be different from when he was with Green Bay. I was watching uh, I was watching Colin earlier, uh, and Colin and Speak for Yourself were like right back-to-back back with each other. Colin shared a few thoughts, uh, said the reason he thinks Jerry hired him is because he has he's he has NFL experience. You know, the names out there yeah. were the names out there were Lincoln Riley and Urban Meyer, but they don't have NFL experience. That's that's going from college. Those were rumored names but not officially interviewed. Yeah. <clears throat> the only Cowboys only interviewed two people, and that was Mike McCarthy. The Marvin Lewis, right? And Marvin Lewis to satisfy the Rooney rule, honestly. And I think that is the only reason they interviewed Marvin Lewis. Who else was out there? I mean, there's plenty of play- people out there, but I think they had their hearts set on McCarthy. I think they did too. As soon yeah. as they saw it, but they had to satisfy the Rooney rule, so they interviewed Marvin Lewis. As a- what is the Mo- Rooney rule? A Rooney rule is a way to incorporate minorities into coaching gigs. So it's a requirement by all teams during a, in, uh, during a coaching search that they have to interview at least one minority. Okay. I didn't know that, so thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm still looking at the Chargers stuff. Still <laughs> Dude, get off of it. You are taking forever. Get off I'm of curious. It. Look up 2018 or 2019 NFL playoffs. <clears throat> That's all you matter, need. Dude. That's all you need to know, it and it'll pull up right up for you. I promise. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I think that was it. And everybody was wondering why it took so long for Jason Garrett to get fired, and then or yeah, everybody thought they were going to just let the contract run out. But yesterday, Sunday, they officially fired him. Well, now we know why because you can't have two head coaches on the payroll, so they fired him on Sunday to hire McCarthy today. Mm-hmm. So they did play Baltimore on the wild card. They won that game twenty three to seventeen. So okay, and then they lost to New England. Yeah, I guess no, it was in the wild card. So yeah, yeah, they did. So and Mm. then the divisional round was the Patriots, which they lost. So (laughs) called it. But anyway, I don't. I'm not mad at the. I'm not. I'm not a Cowboys fan, so I don't have like a super big stock in it or anything like that. It doesn't. I think it's not a bad. I think it's a I think it's a very different direction than how Jason Garrett ran the team which I think is nice. My biggest issue is going to be how with some of these guys who have been with Jason Garrett and been with, you know, Jerry Jones for so long, how are they going to respond to new coaching style, new people, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, new head coach like from top to bottom? Because, you know, we've all seen McCarthy have some personnel issues with some guys when he was in Green Bay. Um, that was one of the reasons that, you know, may, he may have got let go from Green Bay in the first place. Um, my other big thing is, you know, if you, you look at the whole, like, what have you done for me lately? Like, he does have the one Super Bowl. But, like, other than that, I feel like it's been a lot of kind of underperforming with Green Bay. I think he'll be in a better position with Dallas. I think they'll have a better defense right off the bat. And I think they'll have... 
I don't want to say a better offense, but ju- I think just I as versatile. Um, I'll say a better offense than Dallas. I feel at least they'll have a running back, which I don't they think they've ever had. They have a better offense in Dallas now than in McCarthy's last year, last two years there. Fair enough. Um, so I think he'll be in a better spot, but my fear is that his ways of doing what he was doing in Green Bay will just carry over and it'll still be constantly underperforming. So I think it's a good hire. Um, I don't see anything wrong with it. I've, I was thinking Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer was. My, I'm not even a Cowboys fan, uh, but Urban Meyer was my strong point. But I mean, if you want to go with, we want a guy with NFL experience, then yeah, this is probably the top candidate available right now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and that's what they were saying. They didn't want my biggest. They thing want is, to win now. They don't want a learning curve from yeah. a college guy. My biggest thing is again, and I've said it before, but is is it going to be a case where Jerry still controls everything? I think because I sorry I don't want to interrupt. But, go ahead. Uh, I don't see McCartney being the type of guy where he's gonna kind of take Jerry's shit. I think him kind of I I can see him. And I heard some room. I heard some uh, some analysts uh, talking today about they think you know this is Jerry's kind of guy to where he's gonna be another puppet. I don't see that in McCartney. I don't either. I don't. I don't see that. Like I I think McCar- McCarthy will stick up for himself and kind of be like, hey. I'm, you hired me for, to do a job. I'm trying to do it. Right. And I, I, I think he's going to step up and actually do that with Jerry a little bit. From what I've seen with Jerry the last few years, he's kind of... I hate seeing this. He's kind of actually stepped back a little bit. Has he? I, <laughs> I think because of his son, maybe. But Yes. And that's nose on the... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Nail on the... Hit. Coffin head, whatever. <laughs> but uh, and I'll, I'll bring up the biggest one of the tenure was when they drafted Zach Martin. Mm-hmm. That was the year that Manziel was in there, and Jerry wanted everything to do with get Manziel, get Manziel, get Manziel. He did though. But his son Stephen was the one that stopped him, and they got Zach Martin instead. Turned out pretty well. Yeah, yeah it did. and I think that kind of opened Jerry's eyes a little. Little, see, little. I'm not super sure about that either, and I'm not saying that he hasn't stepped back. He is still going to be the most involved owner in right. the league, but I don't think it's as bad as it was in the late '90s and 2000s. I don't know. My fear is still that <coughs> compared to because I mean, if you look at some of the other head coaches that have stood up to him, even when they were doing well, they still get fired. So, like, I almost worry who. Jones, Bell or not Belichick. Um, Parcells, uh, he retired. I still think that there was retired, a lot of pushback retired, to that. Quote yeah, I'm like no, but and oh, then I, I Jimmy Johnson also. Like, I just I think there's going to be too much pushback that McCarthy's going to retire, or you know what I'm saying? No, and I don't think he's going to retire. The- well, but no, but my point being, I just I don't I. Regardless but, of. If you think of all those other coaches in that in the tenure from that point on, mm-hmm. who else has really been a strong personality outside of Parcells? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just mean, Wade Phillips. No, I think this Garrett. Is no, probably the, the first time that we'll see somebody with a really strong personality match up against Jerry Jones, and I'm curious to see. How I think it one plays of the out. best things I like about it too is. McCarthy might be that strong personality, but he's not very vocal. 
He hates True. the media. Yeah. He hates talking to the media. Yeah. And he's very short. Not, I wouldn't say quite Popovich-esque. Right. But he doesn't like it. He's yeah. more probably along like the Bill Belichick. I was going to say Bill Belichick. Yeah. Hey, sometimes it's not a bad thing. And you know what? That's probably perfect for Dallas because you know what perfect for Jerry I don't want to talk I don't want to talk go talk to our owner go talk to him he'll talk to you is that good for (laughs) Dallas because one of the big things about Dallas is like you know Jason Garrett was on you know the Monday morning shows and he was doing all this stuff because that is a public figure kind of an ordeal but then it becomes like he says she said he said he said type thing you know because Garrett's saying one thing Jones is saying another true but is he gonna win over the fan base if he's not being that interactive coach yeah, if they win, you're gonna win the fano base over if you win. Okay, but I mean, even when Jason Garrett was Jason, winning, the, the Dallas Cowboys fans don't care if their coach talks; they just want him to win. I don't know. They want to win two playoff. They games. hear enough talking as it is from the owner. They don't want to hear more. Talk. I feel like Cowboys fans love to hear anything Cowboy talk. They like, get enough of that in the media too. So they don't. Like, don't they don't need no. the coaches to talk too. No, I don't know. No. I think you're just as a cowboy fan, not cow. Sorry, no, no, I'm not a cowboy fan. But I think you're happy for anything other than an eight and eight season. I think you should be happy with literally anything no. other than Jason Garrett. No, but I would not be happy with a yeah, nine like, season. I don't think you they can do. The playoffs. Well, I would not you know be happy. I mean, like, no, I would not be happy them. with an eleven and five season and then getting knocked out in the wild card round or in the divisional round. Yeah, no, they need I, as a Cowboys fan. If you cannot get to the championship round, at least once in the next three years, I'll be pissed. Yeah, we're well, pretty pissed right now. So, <laughs> well, but it's because he's no, it's, no, it's yeah, a yeah. good yeah. You, you know, know they've been where they are for so long. They can't continue this mediocrity trend. It's either win now or get the fuck out. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's they don't have the time. They even went without a. Potentially better head coach to get somebody who's in the NFL now, so there's no learning curve to win right now. Twenty five years of mediocrity is enough. Yeah, because <laughs> at this point you're looking Browns esque. No, not I don't that mean bad. to laugh, man. But not that bad. Uh, twenty five years of mediocrity is twenty five years of mediocrity with playoff appearances. There's mediocrity, and the then Browns there's have some too. Bad. They have some too. What about the Bengals, bad. man? The Bengals they have are... some too. Wait, who are we talking about? The Browns. They have playoff appearances too. Yeah, this past year. <laughs> this last and before year. that, they when? had like a ten and six season where they made it to I think two rounds in into the playoffs. One season, okay. Tell me, I, w- I want to know all their playoff appearances in the I last will actually fifty years. Look that up because I'm actually kind of curious too to now compare how Dallas and and the Browns look <laughs> in the in the past couple years. But we'll keep as we're moving on. I'll also look that up because I don't want to just sit here. And have y'all just stare at me while I and look the Bengals? I, I disagree I, with you that I don't think it, I don't think Cowboy fans just want to hear Cowboys. I, Cowboys fans want to win. Yes, but if you're not winning, they're the Cowboys. They get talked about. It doesn't matter. It, it's the Dallas Cowboys. I'm gonna go all Ricky Bobby on you. If you're not first, you're last. Right. I was high when I said that. But I mean, you can be second, you can be third. Hell, you can even be fourth. <laughs> you're not. First, you're last. <laughs> talking about it. I live my whole life behind that. Shake and bake. <laughs> Going back to the whole McCarthy thing, I also like that he's already started building his staff. 
Oh, yeah, immediately. Um, immediately after they announced that he was getting hired on with Dallas today, they mentioned that Mike Nolan, the former 49ers head coach and the current or was current linebackers coach for the Saints, is coming on and joining Mike McCarthy as his defensive coordinator. When Mike Nolan was the head coach at in San Francisco, he brought Mike McCarthy on to be his offensive coordinator in 2005 before McCarthy was hired on as the head coach at Green Bay. So, okay. I like it for the for the fact that McCarthy has a Super Bowl. He has a, he has playoff experience, yes. proven proven play, playoff <coughs> experience. That says enough for me. He he can get back there. So, I think he can. If he's if he's evolved his play his coaching abilities. Yeah. Okay, one more question on this because I just thought of this right now. Does Mike McCarthy's history and record look better because of Aaron Rodgers? Do you think that he might not be as good of a coach as he might seem only because he's had... See, that's the thing we're going to find out because that's what a lot of people are saying. But I, I, I have to think that, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, all of them make him look better. Right. But you still have to have a good coach to call the rest of the game, too. Exactly. I mean, fair, but one Super Bowl with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, though, is that not on some level underachieving? I would agree. But Got I a am, whole lot more to say about that once we get to the winning. Fair enough. <laughs> but I could ar- also argue is what pieces were put around him. Because I don't think he was in charge of personnel. He wasn't the general manager up there like Bill Belichick is of his own players, is was he? Because I don't think he was. So, like, in building that defense, that defense was terrible in Green Bay. Always has, excluding Clay Matthews. Right. I don't know who built it up there. I don't know if it was him or not. The wide receiving core is mediocre at best in Green Bay. Right. Really haven't had a really good receiving core since they had Jordy Nelson in his prime and Randall Cobb in his prime. Right. I don't know. To answer your question, probably a little, but they have. Does it matter? He was there. He won. Yeah. They have never. I think it would. But. With Aaron Rodgers up there, had a running back. Right. Not until this year. Yeah, but uh, with McCarthy up there. Though. Right. 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 You know. Yeah. So I wonder, and that's just I think on some level some bad luck too. Um. Well, yeah, but I mean that's some... the that's the fun of the draft too. Yeah. Is, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but anyway. I mean, at some point you got to realize what you have and what you don't have, and what you need to, what you need to fix it. Right. Good teams figure it out. Bad teams don't. Right. And speaking of that too, it, that goes literally not even just in off season, but that goes all the way to the postseason. Because you look at games that just took place over the weekend, and you see how some of these guys had some pretty big holes throughout the season, and then those got exploited. Literally, first round of. Of the playoffs, uh, i.e., Patriots in the run game, Saints. I don't know. Just I don't know. That was a weird game to me. But let's break down some some of these games here. Yeah. What do you good think? Where do y'all want to start? Because this well, was a ridiculous. Start, let's start with the first one: Texans Bills. Okay. Go Texans. Texans. Bills. Texans won that game twenty-two to nineteen in overtime. They did. After overcoming a sixteen to nothing deficit mm-hmm. in the third quarter. 
taking a 19 to 16 lead until the Bills came back and hit a game time field goal toward the end of regulation, and then uh, squandered their chance in overtime, and Texans got the ball and hit the game winning field goal. Like they squandered their chances a couple times. I feel well, like. I meant in overtime, but yeah, no, for sure in overtime. I'm I'm still kind of debating a little bit: is this a Bills win or a Texans? Or excuse me, a Bills law? Like, who, like, I don't know. I feel like the Bills should have won this game. I feel like they put themselves in positions to win that game so just you a couple of times. No, no, no. But I mean, like, <laughs> if you look at that penalty. Texas came back and won this game, okay? Cool beans. So, if you look <laughs> at the penalty that was called right at the very end of the game, if that hadn't happened, that very well would have put them in a pretty good spot. Like, there was multiple things that they could have done to just finish the game but they never did so i mean it, it, the texans won that's what happened they, they were up 16 to nothing they could have put this game right. away in the third quarter. exactly like it, but there's they so many things faltered right and i know exactly when the turning point of this game was it was that sack by jj watt mm-hmm. yes yeah, him coming back was a huge spark for that Diaz because he only had like what four sa- or four snaps in the first half and then like thirty four in the second half or something like that. Like having him on the field makes a tremendous difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because you have to account for a two time defensive player of the year. Right. I mean, I also <laughs> think too a little bit of it was is how they started using DeAndre Hopkins in the second half. I saw him doing a lot more across the field stuff, not so much just vertical stuff. Yeah, which I think helped. Deshaun Watson see him and get the ball to him better, faster. Like I, I think, yeah. Like I think <laughs> I, I'm not even. I mean, obviously their defense held them to all but three points in that second half. But I think it was really more of an offensive adjustment that was made that really put them over the top for that oh, game. Deshaun Watson put the team on his back. Yeah, it and, wasn't just Hopkins. Yeah, and the things that he did in overtime were insane. Like that was insane. God, he was down. There was no way he got out of that. that I don't was, understand that. Bounced that was better tackles. than Eli Manning's in the Super Bowl. Literally two people just like crashed. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Yeah. And he just doesn't fall down. Mm. Like that's that's superhuman. <laughs> like that I don't understand how We that don't happened. know yet if Fuller's gonna play, right? I heard he's going to. Okay. I, would I don't assume... think the official medical reports coming out that he's going to be in the game. I think it technically his list is questionable right now. What is it? What is? Do we know? Was it an ankle? I think. I don't. I have no idea. I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was something that either. everybody was saying that it would take three weeks to recover from. Which mm-hmm. this game against the Chiefs would be the third game. Oh, okay. So he'd be coming back early if he does come back. Still. Gotcha. So now the question is: Is can the Texans do what they did? better and faster and earlier and win at Arrowhead against the Chiefs. I think they can. Yeah, I do too. I think they can. I'm not saying that they can't. I think they have the pieces to do it, but will they, I guess, is a better question. Of any of the games that I was flip-flopping on the most, it was this one. And I don't know if that was more from affinity for the Texans, because I do like the Texans. I'm a Mm. Cowboys fan, but I root for the Texans too. The same. Um... Or if it was for the fact of just how good Kansas City is. Can you stop that offense, plain and simple? Can that defense in Kansas City stop Houston? Yeah. That's another question, too, Mm because I think Houston's defense is a little bit better. With J.J. Watt, it's a little bit even more. Yeah, yeah. 
than Kansas City. But I think Kansas City's offense is just a little bit too more too explosive. I think they're going to win that game. And I think it's going to be a one-possession finish. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I think that they can win. No question about it. They've done it once already, which feels like forever ago. But it 31 was this season. to 24 in week like three, four, four five. Yeah. No, I think it was week six. But yeah, but it was earlier on in the season. They went to Arrowhead. They won that game. But there's a difference between playing Arrowhead it, now in the it, now and in the regular season. Yeah, it's colder now. And here's another it's reason outdoors. why I, I think the Chiefs are going to win too. Mahomes was hobbled with an ankle injury mm-hmm. in that game. Yeah. And uh, Tariq Hill, this was his first game back mm-hmm. from being injured. Uh, so both were not at 100% per se against the Texans. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of reversed with J.J. Watt coming back after being off the entire year. Fuller maybe not be 100% mm-hmm. while the Chiefs are rested and ready to go. Right. So that's why I'm picking the Chiefs. And I like Andy Reid over Bill O'Brien. In my opinion, and it's hard to trust Andy Reid in the playoffs because it doesn't always work for him in the playoffs. But if I had to choose oh, one yeah, over the other, it works real well for Andy Reid in the playoffs until he gets to the championship game right, or the yeah, Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I would just choose him over Bill O'Brien right now. Although Bill O'Brien is impressing me with some of the things that he's been doing this year. Um, I was impressed with the roster he's able to build. Yeah, same, same. But yeah, what about you? He what do you t- Texans. No, something out of nothing, but whatever. Texans. What? One possession game. Okay. One possession game. Texans. It'll be close. They did it once. You can do it twice. Fair enough. Potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, potentially. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's my big thing. I don't see them doing it twice. I think it's hard to win an arrowhead at all. And, and I'll, I'll give you one more reason I like Chiefs in this one. It's going to be a cold game. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. I'm saying. And, and it's going to hurt. You're talking week it's gonna six. Be loud. It's not going to be as cold in Kansas City. No. So. It's loud, too. They're one of the loudest stadiums. It's cold. J.J. Watt's still hurting. You know he's still hurting. Yeah, obviously. Like, Will Fuller's hurting. He might not come back. Like, it's, yeah. That extra week of rest and that extra week of preparation, I think, will help them. I don't care about winning pickums. Go Texans. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then who? what was the next game? Titans was, and uh, Pats. Titans and Pats. I did not see that one coming. But. So Titans beat the Patriots twenty to thirteen. Uh, it was closer than that final score, which right. actually says a lot considering that's still a one possession score. Right. Because it was but like the very like within the last it couple was 14, seconds. Fourteen thirteen for the long for a while. It was fourteen thirteen until a pick six, right there at the end of the game. Which more or less just sealed it, but I mean, I think it was already sealed at that point. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, there was like much what time? Fifteen seconds left. Yeah, and he threw less the than a minute. Pick six in the in the opposite red zone. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Again, I think this is one of those games where the Patriots had opportunities, multiple opportunities to win, and just didn't do it. A lot of drop balls, a lot of bad penalties. I mean, Derrick Henry had a great game rushing, but didn't score a lot. I mean, okay, if you can't win a game... Keep all of that in mind for later. Stop okay. with Derrick Henry. Henry had a fantastic game. He did. I'm not questioning that. But 200 yards from scrimmage. 14 points, though. I agree. I mean, if and the I Patriots offense and Bill Belichick's mastermind genius, can his mastermind defense can hold a team to 14 points, the GOAT should be able to win that game. You'd think, but their offense have been struggling like this all year. I agree. The games that they're losing are by these one possession scores, right? 
low scoring games, right? Because their defense has been rock solid mm-hmm. outside of potentially a little bit on the run, right? Yeah, which we all know. But their offense has been bottom third in the league. Has it been bottom three? I, I don't know. I, I, haven't... I, I have. I need to look at the stats, but I, I think it's right around bottom three okay. in the league. Because I imagine it's probably, or at least that's how it feels. I would imagine it's the second half, but I don't know where. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I figured there were some other teams that might be worse on some level. Um, but no. But even, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from the Titans. They had a game plan. The game plan worked. Mm-hmm. They beat the defending champions. Mm-hmm. They beat, you know, Bill Belichick. They beat Tom Brady. They even used one of Belichick's little mastermind things, little little tips and tricks against him, and it infuriated him, which made me very happy. <laughs> but you know, it's I still feel like it's one of those games the Patriots very well could have won. It's just showing the age of a lot of the guys right now on that offensive side of the ball, things that they just cannot get done. What's that, brother? I'm just reading the comments. Oh yeah, I have them up right here. But yeah, so I don't know. I feel like Lauren asked me after, "Is Tom done?" No, no, he's not done. He's yet. not ending his career in a pick six. No, he'll he'll come back. How long it's for is a questionable, but he'll be back for sure. And the other bigger question is: Is will it with be the back? Patriots? Exactly. Will he be back with the Patriots? Which I don't think so. I really think he's leaving. Depending on what happens with Philip Rivers, yeah, I can see that. I can't see that. I can see him going there. I still it's like really, him. In- it's like it's like saying, "Can you see Tim Duncan in, in without a Spurs or not in a Spurs uniform?" No, you can't. I can't see. T- okay, I, I'll, well, I'll th- but yeah, I'll throw the same scenario at you. Did you ever think you'd see Tony Parker in another uniform? No, but of did you ever think you'd see of the big three? He was the one to do it. I but you say that, that now. But during it, you don't think any of them would go. But, but here's you never one. thought any any of the three were going yeah. to go away. And you yeah. ever thought that uh, Peyton Manning would leave the Indianapolis Colts? Yeah. You know, you never think that like a lot of these guys. Brett Favre. Who, you never right, thought Brett Favre. That, yeah, would, Favre especially. Exactly. Never thought Breeze was going to leave San Diego when he yeah. did. Right. Like you, you, points, you, you see these guys, you know these guys where they are. Like Emmett Smith going from the Cowboys to the Cardinals. Exactly. You know, it's Jerry just, Rice going away from the 49ers. Randy Moss going away from mm-hmm. the Vikings. I mean, right. We could go on and on, but yeah. it happens. It does it happen. Happens. So okay, let's do this. Top three landing spots for Tom Brady. I like San Diego, Denver, <laughs> Los Angeles, now. or New England. It's it's uh, it's Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Whatever. But I know <laughs> what you're saying though. Right. They are forever San Diego, San Diego to me. Yeah, San yeah, they might as well be Chargers. That's about it. If you had to pick two other ones. He's a free free agent, right? Yeah. 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 Like I said, New England. I said New England, too. Yeah, Patriots, Chargers. He's not going to go anywhere where he's not going to win, where he's not going to contend. I don't know. Go. I don't know. Bears, Colts, Chargers. He's not going to Chicago. Why not? He's not going to win in Chicago. Why not? You're going to win in Chicago. Yeah. You can. Yeah. They have probably the first they or if have, not second best defense in the league. They have good pieces. They, yeah. There's a reason they were the, was it, two seed last year? Yeah. I don't see it happening. They're a good team. They are very reminiscent of the Patriots. 
great defense, good pieces on the out, like on the ball or on the offensive side of the ball, solid line. He already knows how to play in that weather. That's nothing new to him. That's true. Yeah, I can see it. However, well, I think I happen. don't see it. No. It's not going to happen. But like, I think if it were, to, I, I think it could. Because really? I mean, if you if you were Matt Nagy and you said, okay, Mitch Trubisky or Tom Brady, okay, you, real who pick just to ask, no, 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 if that you had that option, if he was like, yo, guys, I'll play uh, for it's it. It's got to be Tom Brady, but right, three realistic landing spots for Tom Brady. I think Chicago is actually no. one of them. Not Why not? They've already committed to Trubisky. Yeah, again, but if you have Trubisky or Tom Brady, which one do you pick? They're not going to piss off their franchise quarterback right now. Uh, <laughs> Trubisky's your franchise quarterback? That's right the, now right until now they get is. somebody else. Yeah, like, I don't know, the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom no, Brady? No, because you can't call him a franchise quarterback what going to a new team Mitch right now. Why? Okay, Because he's this got be, two years okay, remaining. Okay, but wouldn't this be a great way to get the fuck away from Mitch Trubisky, which they all know that they need to do. The only reason they're doubling down is because they don't want to spend the money on getting a new quarterback. Well, they already fucked up by spending the money by trading up a spot to Exactly, get so they don't have that money. So they can... Transition away from Mr. You're not going to give Tom Brady a ton of money. He's 40, he'll be 43 when he starts. No other quarterback's done that. You can knock down his actual contract, get him to play, probably win and do better than Mitch Trubisky. And then you get to pick up a new quarterback in two years. If you look at the numbers this year, I think Brady was pretty uh, Trubisky esque, if you ask me. Yeah, but w- again, which one would you prefer? Trubisky, of course, or I'm going to trust the track record of well, there you Brady, go. but I mean, if you're looking at the numbers side by side, Could sure, it's kind sure. of a but toss-up. you want to pick the winner though. Trubisky's not a winner, and it's been proven. Could it happen? Sure, will it happen over like three no. years? Will it happen? You don't know. You don't know. I don't know. True. No, we can't predict we, we the don't future. Know. But the likelihood of it happening. Is slim to none. If saying. you had to bet on whether I'm or not Brady was going to Chicago, I don't think Brady's going you, anywhere other than you would have the Patriots. To, I don't think so either. I don't either. But I think that that would be a great landing spot. You think that that makes Chicago is one of the top three places that he would land? In my opinion, yeah, because he's going to need to go to a place that has an excellent defense because he's older now. So you think he's more likely to land in Chicago than in Los Angeles? No, I'm saying there's a top three. Okay, I'm asking for your top three where you his most likely landing spots. Ranked? Okay, see, I was just doing generalized. I didn't realize we were going one, two, and three. When you said it, did you go one, two, and three? No. I didn't say okay. which ones were one, two, and three, but those you said most likely... Or where do you? Yeah, my top three would be San Diego, like I said, Indianapolis, and Chicago. Not in that order, but those are my top three landing places. So those places. three over New England. Yeah. Really? If he left New England, which was thought, which I thought was the question, if he left New England, top if, three landing spots outside okay, of New where England he is was. In play. Now I get your thought. Process. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, that was my fault. No, no, no. I think he'll. I think he stays in. I think he stays in Foxborough. Like I don't think he leaves. But if he were to leave, in my opinion. The top three landing spots that would be most fitting and probably best for him, in my opinion, Chicago, Indianapolis, and Los Angeles. Chargers, not Rams. Because now you have to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I wish they would have just stayed in San Diego. I can see Indianapolis, even though they just committed to Brissett. I can see Indianapolis. I can see that. Because then you have the same quarterback tandem you had when they're in New England, too. Right. There's nothing new. I can see San Diego. Los Angeles. Right. 
Just say the Chargers. <laughs> just say Chargers. We just say Chargers. Make your life easier and just say the Chargers. <laughs> I, I, I can't see the Bears. I'm sorry. I can't. I, I still think well, that's fair. Denver. Don't have to. I think Denver would be a better, a more likely destination. Uh, see, Chicago. I have a trouble with that one because they already have Flacco and Drew Locke. And Drew Locke's looking good. How much do they have? How many years does Flacco have left there in his contract? I think it was like one or two. I think he's got a couple. Release his ass. They've, he's shown he can't handle it. Man. He can't do it anymore. See, I think and that's where Philip Rivers is going to land. I think Rivers if, goes to Denver. And if you're trying to build up Drew Locke, why not put him in the, the Denver office so he can learn, uh, for Locke can learn from Brady. And then take over that offense, learning from a Hall of Fame quarterback versus a one-and-done quarterback. And y'all were giving me all this flack because I said Joe Flacco didn't have it. And you're like, he won a Super Bowl. He did he win did. a Super he Bowl, did win a but Super he was Bowl. a one-and-done. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which, Which is more anyway. than we can say about a lot of quarterbacks. But Fair. But anyway, I don't know. I, those are my top three landing places. But Okay, so moving on. Not saying you're wrong. But you're wrong. Not saying you're wrong, but you're wrong. <laughs> Um, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think we're all wrong. He's staying yeah, in I New think, England. <laughs> I think he stays in New England. All right, so next up we have, what was the... Uh, Yours. What? Yours. What? My what? Your topic. Your. No, no, no. We still have the other two games. Oh, the games. Yeah. My bad. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So Dude. relax. Just, we'll get there. It's I'm okay. Just, relax, yeah. buddy. <laughs> he is hyped about this. I'm excited. Dude. You're going first. <laughs> You're no, going, you're go. going first. Oh, no, okay. you you are hyped about it. Anyway, okay. So then you had the Saints and the Vikings. Vikings. Skull. So we'll start off right from the get go. Was that OPI? What? Offensive pass interference. Oh no, no. Okay, no. Not in my opinion. I've seen. Yeah, no. Not in my opinion. It's questionable, but no. You it's can't close. Call it. You can't. That's call not it. enough contact. By the rule, I think it was. Do well, I think they should have called it? No. So I think they did fine. Okay. May, Does by, that make sense? Yes. Like if, if, if we you read it by, by the letter, letter of the, of the law, law. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Jinx. Yummy coke. By letter of the law. Yeah. For sure. That was that was probably passing. Do they call it? No. Let yeah. them play the game. Yeah. yeah exactly. Now so, to yeah. some yeah. level, you got to watch out because you don't want the Saints to literally freak. The like they will no literally shit, right? shit their pants. <laughs> like they will. It's like, Fucking shit the pass interference guys yeah. again. They will, and there's a rule this time. Yeah, they will actually kill the refs after the game. Like, that would happen <laughs> in, <laughs> in New Orleans. But in that case, no. That wasn't God, bad how much does it got to hurt to be a Saints fan Dude. right now? Dude. Three years in a row <laughs> losing on the final play of the game. As a Falcons fan, I'm like... And I'm two to the same fucking team. I know. As a Falcons fan, I'm just like, that sucks to be y'all. But on the flip side, like we don't even make it to the playoffs, but I'm also just really glad to see their helps get so high and then just get like dramatically Putting crushed. aside your Falcon Nation for a second. Yeah, dirty bird. Put yourself in a Saints Put yourself in Drew Brees' shoes, man. I'm not saying for the players. I'm saying for a fan standpoint. For a fan, yeah, too. I mean, that's got to suck. But on some level, you have to also be appreciative of the fact that you've made it this far three years in a row. Does it hurt that you lose every time in such, like... Does New Orleans try to sue the league again over the past <laughs> <Right>. interference? <laughs> I know. Like, but on some level, too, and that's one of the other big things. Like, on some level, I'm like, you guys are ungrateful fans. I mean, you're trying to sue... Like, you're trying to do all this crazy shit. I'm just like, look, if y'all can't handle what happens in football games, like, I don't know what to tell you. You've made it to the playoffs this far. 
you didn't win the other times. Like, even if you got rubbed once, you shouldn't have gotten robbed the other two times. Sucks to be you, but like, you know, kind of get the fuck over it. Like, how do you think yeah. everybody else in the Patriots con- like division feels? Like, how do you think it feels to be a Jets fan or a Miami fan or a Bills fan? Like, you're not even making it out of your conference, first of all. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not even getting that far. I tell you what, the Bills are starting to feel better about themselves. They are. Absolutely. And that's going to be exciting because... And I think that win at the end of the season has the Dolphins feeling a little better. You're not. But you see what I'm saying, though? Like, oh, we messed up for one time. Fuck you, league. Like, no. Get the fuck over it, my guy. Like, you'll be fine. It's football. There's a whole other season. Like, if you can't capitalize on what's happening now, then, like, it sucks to be you. You know what I mean? I mean, as a Falcons fan, we made it to the Super Bowl. Oh shit, we made it to the Super Bowl, and we were up twenty-eight to three, and we still lost. Like we got over it pretty quick. Like we'll never get over no, it. No, you're but, not like, ever over that. Like we're never over it. That but, like, will forever live on in infamy. Yeah, but like we moved on. We're like, you know, what? there's nothing we can do about it. I'm now. still not over the thirteen Spurs, man. Fuck. You know what I mean? But exactly, like you never get over it. But like you move past it, and we move past it. Like I'm sorry, you guys missed a tackle horribly, and then you. Just just lost like there's nothing you like i will agree that there's some you know argument to be made about the the passenger or the missed pass interference call against the rams sure but you had two other great opportunities and you did nothing with it like i just feel terrible for drew Brees, man yeah that's me that's mostly it for me and marcus davenport you know but at this point i don't feel bad for him i don't feel terrible about drew Brees. i mean he's hall of fame career yeah should have been on the NFL top 100 list, but whatever. That's another debate for another day. He's got one ring, you know, and he's got a ring. Yeah, he had a hell of a career. He's got multiple records too. He's not done. He is no. forever going to be a hero in New Orleans because yeah, of that. Super no Bowl. question. Oh yeah, no question. But three, I don't five feel years? bad. Three to five years. I'd say Drew Brees. What he has left? Yeah. Oh, he's still playing like, elite. Yeah, about three to five. I would think yeah, at least. I would at say at least, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. His arm is looking pretty noodly on them downfield passes these days. So we'll see. But you every know time what? he throws, he looks like he's gonna throw deep. And it's oh, like no. it's it's, a it's fit, like a five yard. Dunk. It's a fifteen yard, <laughs> twenty yard dunk. But you know what? They have some people they can just rotate in, give them a break like they do for running backs. Taysom back Hill, True. bro. Taysom fucking guy, Hill. Taysom Hill. There is nobody more versatile than that guy. No. Nobody. There's literally not. That was really, really impressive, man. I love the fact that Troy Aikman was on, on there saying that I hate any play call that doesn't involve Drew Brees. And very next place, Taysom Hill throwing a 50-yard uh-huh. touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> I love that guy. Then he caught another one. He caught yeah. a TD. God, man. This mm. year, didn't he have a game where he had a passing, a rushing, and a pa- uh, receiving? I don't remember. I think I, so, Yeah. Um, I'm and fairly isn't he confident. Like the first in NFL history ever to do that or something like that? Uh, to have maybe. all three? Maybe. Like, I know there are players out there that I have had, had like a one or two. A passing, passing and a receiving. receiving. Right. I thought it was cool that uh, Troy said during the game that Sean Payton talked to Tim Tebow about a similar role, and T- Tebow didn't want it, so they went with Taysom Hill. So, yeah, that turned out good. I just It was a cool story, the way he said it. That kind of doesn't surprise me, though. I think he's one of those guys that's like, if I'm not doing what I want to do, then I'm just not going to do it. I'll be fine doing these other things instead. Well, yeah. He's happy with what he's doing because he loves baseball, too. So right. Like, he's happy. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's fine. Yeah, I mean. In fact, I think baseball was his, like, first sport, first uh-huh. love. And yeah. And then he went to football, and he was just successful at it. Yeah. And then kept doing it. So. Well, successful is a 
Well, in high school, I mean. Like, okay. he was successful. I think he may have even gotten drafted at some point. Not very high, granted, but like. Tebow? Yeah. He was first rounder. Tebow was first round. Was he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. He was late first round by the uh, the Broncos. Oh, okay. No, no, I'm not talking about football. I'm talking about baseball. Oh. Oh. Uh, no. I was like, he got drafted in the first round in baseball? <laughs> no. What? No. no, I don't think he ever entered a draft in baseball. Did he not? No. I thought he might have. No, I don't think In he high did. school. I don't know. Anyway. But, anyway. but yeah, okay. So Saints and Saints and, and, and Vikings. That was... So when we did the polls... I asked one of the questions was, is what was the crazier upset? I think it was the Minnesota game. Yeah. Minnesota. Huh? I had no questions. Apparently more people thought it was Titans beating the Pats. I think people had less confidence in the Titans than in the Vikings. No. I think it's that people just like to vote Patriots. against the Patriots. It's the Patriots. Yeah. You the took Patriots. down their defending Don't chance. ever pick against the Patriots. You'll regret it. Don't right. ever pick against the Patriots because they're going to surprise you one way or another. Right. Honestly, well, this year the writing was on the wall for them to lose. Yeah, yeah, and I'm kind of glad that they did. And they ran okay. into the worst opponent for themselves. Yeah, yeah. It was literally the kryptonite at this point. Yeah, Titans are a good team, though. They're a good team. I think in their next divisional round, or not the divisional, but in their next round against the the Ravens, that they're going to make it interesting. I don't think uh, they're going to win, but I think they're going to make it interesting. I don't think it's going to be as interesting as you think, but we'll see. We'll see. Um. So. But, yeah, we keep getting off of the game. But the Minnesota game, props to Kirk Cousins for getting some of yeah. those monkeys yeah. off his back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? Good game. Yeah. He just had a better Can't game win than in prime time. Can't win in a big game. Can't mm-hmm. rally your team in big spots. Okay, finally well. Finally did it. You finally did it. Yeah. He had a better game than Breeze. Let's see if he can continue this, though. I doubt That'll it. Be, I don't think so either. Because I don't see them doing it in uh, San Francisco. No. That ain't happening. Not the same. Not with least. that defense. No. No. It'll be interesting. Both defenses are pretty good, though. I think this might end up being a one-score game, also. No. I can see it being like twenty-seven twenty, much like their score twenty-seven twenty, kind of an ordeal. I say it's going to be about ten. Ten. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think with those injuries, I don't know. It'll be interesting, nonetheless. Ten-point game, at least. For fair me. enough. All right, and then what was the last game? It was uh, Seahawks and Eagles. Seahawks and Eagles. Clowny. Carson Wentz going out in the second drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kinda, do y'all think? Was kinda, that uh kind of just made it an should have been flagged? Should have yeah. been ejected? I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, he was already going to ground. His shoulder was behind Carson Wentz's shoulder, and you saw him duck his head forward. And speared down at Carson Wentz. That's all but the definition of targeting. He was already down. Ninety percent of his body looked like it was touching the ground, and he was like, "Nah, fuck this kid." So it was clowning a dirty player. Oh God, yes. Let me rephrase that. I don't know if he's a dirty player. That was a dirty play because everybody knows he's fragile, and we do like we do that. Like I play fucking football. But they do that when they know that there's a guy who has an injury or you know favors something or other. They'll go for it until they stop playing the game. It's kind of an unwritten thing, but like that happens. Oh, I know he hurts on his right side. I'm going to hit him on his right side so we can get the backup in because we can beat the backup. Well, except for maybe Nick Foles that one year. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that was a dirty play, no question about it. He took a cheap shot on an already quarterback who was already going to ground, was already at the ground. Like, I think that was a dirty play for sure. Should have been targeting, should have been thrown out of the game. 
And I think that definitely changed the fortune of the Philadelphia Eagles, no question about well, it. Targeting doesn't really exist in NFL. That's college. Oh, I know, but still, right. I don't. What's yeah. the rule in NFL? Is it bad that I have to ask that? Uh, What's the rule? Is there's there rule? unsportsmanlike conduct. Uh, if they find it egregious, they'll eject somebody like the Vontas Burfitt. Yeah. But, I was like, what does he get called for? And why is Clowney not getting called for it on that one? But, well, that one was an obvious, like, head down, spear. He was literally already on the ground, mm-hmm. not going to the ground. He was on the ground, and you spear him. Right. Like, yeah, that's perfect. And not to mention, it's perfect. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think that that play was very reminiscent to some of the plays that Burfitt did, and he didn't get called. We'll see for if it, he gets fine later in the week. I I haven't heard anything yet about it. I don't think we're going to. Um, I didn't see it. I don't know. I'd have to see it. So at this point, Jocelyn's now asking, "Who do we think is going to be in the Super Bowl?" Patience. We haven't even finished with these right. games. Come on, relax. Babe. We got a few <laughs> weeks, man. Yeah. Relax. Um, yeah, no. But the Seahawks ended up winning that game. Their defense looked better than it had in the past couple of weeks. The CFL team, that is the Philadelphia Eagles, couldn't match up to a predominantly healthy Seahawks, and they still only won 17-9. I don't know. That gave me no confidence in the Seahawks going into the next round, though. I'm okay with the Seahawks, honestly, because you limit you limit the uh, Eagles to no touchdowns. Yeah, with a backup quarterback, but still. And a, basically a backup entire team, my guy. Everybody yeah. is injured. But you know what? Seattle's got a lot of injuries on their team, too. Who? Besides their running back All staff. three running backs, yeah. I think they're missing a wide receiver out there somewhere, too, and a couple offensive line, if I'm not mistaken. I would have to look. I don't think I they're missing to, that many folks. I need to, too, but I know they have quite a bit of people uh, that are injured or are or on injured reserve. So then why are you so confident that they would do well in the next round if they have so many injuries and going against a healthy team? At that. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I trust Russell Wilson. He's done it time and time again, year in and year out. And this year, they've just been war- road warriors, right? Like what, including seven and this, one, eight and one. Yeah, including this win to be going back to Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Cl- including this win against the Eagles, they are eight and one on the road this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, that's a ridiculous stat to be on the road and win eight games. Yep. Come on. Yeah, but it's also Aaron Rodgers at home, and he's a beast at home. He doesn't throw interceptions at home. He very rarely loses at home. He's been going against much better defenses all year long. He's been going maybe not against as bad offenses all year long, but he's been playing these solid games, and they're winning well. Like, And their defense is better than it's been in quite a long time. They actually have a run game for the first time in a while. If the Eagles are hurt or if the Seahawks are hurt, they're going into Lambeau, playoff atmosphere, in winter. Cold doesn't scare them. It's cold, yeah. Because it gets cold in Seattle. It doesn't get quite as cold as Lambeau, but it does get cold. Right. Any given Sunday, man. I, I, I like so- <laughs> I like the Sox. Or Hawks, sorry. It's <laughs> a cop out. Any given Sunday, bro. Any given one. Uh, well, I mean, really. Like, I know, but you say that about anything. Like, give me, like, okay, what about the Seahawks right now will beat Green Bay? I just like, I just trust them. Wilson. More. I just Wilson. trust him more. I trust Wilson more. All right. You know Wilson is 0-3 at Lambeau in playoffs, right? 
Always you know okay. he has more interceptions than touchdowns at Lambeau, right? Okay. So you trust him, even though everything says he's terrible there, and he doesn't have a full team. He has no running were backs. He has those, a worse defense. Were any of those three games this year? No, but they're in history. Okay. Well, shit. History we just the saw history get broken by Kirk Cousins. No, okay, fair enough. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Any given Sunday. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> it, it can happen any given Sunday. I The way the Seahawks have played this year on the road – that's why I trust them. Eight so eight and one road record is pretty damn impressive. Taking Lambo out of it, it's pretty hard to do to win on the road. I mean, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I'm not saying it's. I'm not taking away anything from that feat, but I don't know. I think that the conditions will affect the not conditions like weather conditions, but just the overall condition of the game will will have an effect on them. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Okay, so next game week, next week's games: Seahawks and. Green Bay, I have Green Bay. Y'all have Seahawks. Mm-hmm. It's the and what's the other one in that one? Baltimore and are oh, you talking NFC? Would be the Vikings and Forty ers Vikings and Forty ers and we both have the. Oh, we think we all have the Forty ers on that one. I think, 49ers. Yeah, uh, and then we have what? So in the AFC, you got the Texans playing the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. We have and, Chiefs. Uh, you have Texans. Texans. Okay. Yeah, and then the next one is. Uh, Titans and Ravens. And we all have the Ravens. Ravens. We all have the Ravens. <clears throat> Fair enough. Good luck to you, boys. Good luck to you. So this past, week, so this past <laughs> week on Pick'ems. You talk about Pick'ems real quick. I'm going to take a quick bathroom break. Okay. Uh, make it quick because I was going to be real fast. Pick'ems like, <laughs> this week. I was like, yeah, oh my God. They the both show? went two and two. They both went two and two in the week. I went three and one. I picked the Titans, the Seahawks, and the um, crap. <laughs> Titans, Seahawks, and Texans, correct. But we all missed out on the Saints. Correct. Which, I mean, yeah, nobody saw coming. So. Right. I think you even texted the group. A lot of people lost a lot of money on that game. Then Alex had the Bills and was wrong on that one. And Anthony had the Patriots and was wrong on that one for their 2-2 two and two record. Mm-hmm. So right now I am one point against one point ahead of both these guys, but this next week all the games are worth two points. Two, two points. Two so points. let's see how that goes. Two points. Two points. Anyway. Any, anybody that's interested. So if you're playing along, cool. Shoot us your scores. Let us know what you're doing. For sure. Let's read some ads. Oh yeah. Hey, let's not forget to talk about our or check out our friends at Baseballism. Baseballism is an all-baseball-related apparel and clothing company for baseball people. If you love baseball or even just like it, even if you don't like it, I bet you know someone that does love baseball. Uh, go shop Baseballism.com and use our promo code AA Sports. It's our initials, A-A-S-P-O-R-T-S, for a 15% discount off your first order, one 5% discount off your first order. And if you're not ready to order quite yet, just make sure to uh, follow them on other socials. They're very active on and. Instagram and Twitter, especially with new releases every week. Um, news just came out that they are opening up a store in St. Louis, a ballpark village over there, or whatever it's called. And uh, also keep a heads up for the uh, the new store coming up in uh, the Field of Dreams movie site. That'll be open for the um, for the Field of Dreams, uh, the game between the Yankees and White Sox. Um, and yeah, every uh, free shipping on orders of a hundred dollars plus. Uh, very, very comfortable shirts, as we have told you many times. I, I use mine as my lounge shirt at home. 
Kevin has slept in his. Yeah, it's super comfortable, man. How do you like yours? You haven't said how you like your shirts. Terrible. Hate it. Never wear it again. <laughs> Great and, endorsement. And we just lost our sponsorship. <laughs> Great endorsement. Love it. Great endorsement. <laughs> Free returns and exchanges. All details available on baseballism.com. Go check them out. It's America's brand. Also, guys, while you're at it, don't forget to check out Unforgettables. Unforgettables is a baseball company specializing in baseball art. For the past 25 years, Unforgettables has been hand-painting designs that are then printed onto baseballs. They have over 100 different designs, including every major league park, as well as the baseball greats, and then a bunch of other fun stuff as well, Harry Potter, Wild Thing, all that good stuff. Uh, an Unforgettable would make an amazing gift for the baseball lover in your family. Be sure to check them out on all of their socials, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, their website, Unforgettables.com. Com. Love it, shop it, unforgettables. All right, so for all those who are watching and for everybody here, last week we had a great interview with the athletic director uh, for uh, Southwest. Uh, correct, for Independent School District here in San Antonio. And as we were talking, he brought up a really, really interesting point. Uh, one of the things that he brought up uh, during our conversation was the idea that winning could either be in your sphere of influence or your sphere of concern. Now, I'm not sure if I'm saying exactly concern how or control? he said Concern. Concern. Correct. So, essentially, is winning something that you can control or is winning something that you cannot control? And the way he, the way it's phrased, I mean, you, it always sparks debates. I guess what happens is at the beginning of every year, he sits down with all the coaching staff and they they talk about this, especially when they have new guys come on board, and they talk about is winning something you can control or something that you can cannot control. And I thought it'd be interesting for us to talk about that today. And again, for everybody who's watching or listening, please feel free to to talk with us as we're going through this. Share your thoughts or ideas. Tell us why we're right or we're wrong, or why you're right or wrong. Um, so let, let let's kind of let's kind of you know look, look into this. So if you have been just chomping at well, the bit to get, I after have thoughts this. about winning in general. But to answer your question, it's a yes and no. You know, like you pick one. It's a yes and no. No, dude. pick one. I can't pick one. I've is it in your sphere of influence, or is it not in your? Is it can Both. you control winning? Yes or no? Both. Pick one. I can't pick one. You're literally, like, dude. I can't. Yes, you can. It's pick both. One. I believe in you. No, take one. No. So no, you can't control it. No, you cannot. If control you're asking it. me yes or no, no. That's exactly what I was asking you. So why is it not? So tell us what your ideas about winning are, and then why is it not in your control? <laughs> I had to break it down for him. Uh, I think you just picked one to shut you up, but maybe. <laughs> yeah. It's column A, column B, like you always say, man. It's a yes and no. There's things in the game that you can control. And there's things in the game you can't control. It's just simple as that for me. Um, and I so, wrote, but there's only two categories. Can you control or can you not control it? Yes and no. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you had to pick one of them, which one would it be? No. Okay. A lot of it is out of your hands. Okay. Most of it is out of your hands. Most okay. of winning is out of their hands. Is out of your as out of the individual's hands. It's okay to say that you're not right or wrong. Yeah, is that your answer? Okay. When I think about it, the prep, and I wrote down notes. The prep, physically showing up, effort, momentum, confidence, all those things are on you. That's your. That's in your control. Not in your control is your teammates, 
defense, football, you can, offense can't control what the defense does. And what else did I write? And uh, like catching breaks, breaks and luck. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. Fair enough. See, I'm actually with you. I'm in the boat that you cannot control. It is in your sphere of concern. You can't control winning or not. Mine's, because again, it kind of like to your point, but some of the other things that we don't even think about, like, you know, let's say you're the head coach of something, right? You can't control whether your kids get enough sleep at night. Nope. Whether your kids eat a good breakfast in the morning. Nope. You can't control what kids you get coming into your school to be on your athletics. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe the other school has kids that are just naturally bigger, faster, stronger than you are. There's nothing you can really do about it. Exactly. I mean, as much as you can work, prep, try, struggle, scrap to win, like, even if you don't win... Hector. When we had Hector on, he said, we did everything in our power, but when they faced the guy, uh, whatever, Park... uh, What's the Astros draft? What's What's his prospect, Forrest Whitaker? Whitley. Whitley. Thank you. When they faced him in high school, he was like, go up there and do your best. Exactly. You can't control shit like that. Right. Like, I think you can control how much you put into it as the individual. I can control how hard I practice. Effort. I can control how many times I go to practice, if I eat, if I do X, Y, and Z. Well, not even that so much. But, like, you can control all these things, but there are some things that you can't control which have influence on the outcome of the game. Kevin? There are so many different ways you could go with this, though. Oh, it's, yeah. Right. Yeah. Point of view. <laughs> are you talking from the player? Out of you, Are though. you talking from the coach? I know, right? You broke it. Hey! Hell, yeah. You That's went from two up. answers to one answer. That's what's up. All right. So, but, yeah, that's, I mean, you can break it down so many ways. Are you looking at it from a coach perspective, an owner perspective, a general manager perspective, or just player? Well, even in that case, I would still say it's all no. It's all no. Yeah. yeah. I disagree. Okay, break them down one by one. And, uh, <laughs> and it's different for every sport. For an owner, you can put the right people in place to make the decisions, to get the right people in, to make the right decisions, to make you a winning for- franchise. But that doesn't mean they're going to do it. Uh, how's that, they're how's that working out for Jerry Jones? Uh, yeah. uh, I'm not saying Jerry Jones is good at this, but maybe Robert Kraft with the Patriots. Patriots weren't a good organization until he put the right people in place and they became a dynasty. Now, you're not going to win every game, no. The Holtz? Who? The Holtz, Spurs. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. But my point is, if you're looking at it from that standpoint, the answer is yes, for the most part. You can control a lot of the aspects around you for winning. Can you control it all? No. It's like that adage, you can't make everybody happy. You can't uh, satisfy everybody, you know? Same kind of concept here. Not everything's going to be in your control. There will be a few things of, like, luck. But, I mean, you can control who you're putting in these positions to help you succeed. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they're going to do it, though. You can set yourself up for success. As an owner, 
If those people aren't doing to the job level that you're expecting, you can get rid of them and put new people in those places. I agree with you. You can set yourself up to win. You can set yourself up to put yourself in the best possible position to win. Again, I, I would agree with that. I would agree too, but that doesn't mean that it will happen. Exa- no, it doesn't mean it's going to happen, but you can still do it. You can physically but get But then the- it's still outside of your control. You can set yourself up, but if it doesn't win, then True. you didn't control it, right? Then whole- you didn't set yourself up the way you thought you did. And that's where you make a change. But how do you set yourself up to beat luck? How do you set yourself up to beat like the intangibles that you can't? The proven, the proven general manager, the proven coach, the proven quarterback, and all the way down the list. You bring in those pieces that you know can do well, you're going to win. You're telling me that the Yankees weren't a dynasty for years because they didn't spend a shit ton of money on players that they knew that were good. They did. They set themselves up, but that still doesn't mean that it was going to happen no matter what. No, it's not. And that's where that little bit of luck and uncertainty does come in. But you can control the majority of it so they can be a dynasty and not a bottom feeder. We were, we already talked about this, but when you asked how many how many World Series will it take for it to be worth it for Garrett, for Garrett Cole signing with the Yankees? Mm-hmm. Only one. It doesn't guarantee them, though, that they're going to win a World Series. In my opinion, probably gets them over the hump, yes. But it greatly increases their chances. It greatly increases their chances. Doesn't guarantee they're going to win anything, though. See, I think if there is anything other than a 100% that you are going to win, that means that you do not control what happens. You can set yourself up to the best likelihood you're imaginable. you're saying the Patriots dynasty is complete luck. I'm not saying it's complete luck. They That's said, what it sounds like because you're on, saying that. No, you said it last episode. You literally you just said, said last episode. The way you, they've been winning by luck. No, they haven't. The way you just put it is that if there is not a 100% chance of winning... Well, you, you said they don't win in dominance. They just win. They find ways to win. Yeah, they do find ways to win. Winning okay. is winning, bro. I'm not saying it's not. If you are going black and white, if it's not a 100% chance of winning, you're just leaving it up to the gods. That it's a, it's a, it's a scenario for concern, not for control. Then you're just saying that you that dynasty is lucky. On some level, yeah. On some level, yes. Because again, if there's a 1% chance that anybody can do anything about it, then there is still the opportunity for other people to knock down whatever you have. I agree that so, there is a chance. So, on some level, yeah, it is a little bit luck. They put themselves in a good position, but, okay, what is luck to you? Luck. Like, define luck. The luck ball has to is... bounce your way a few times. Hold yes. on. The, the ball definitely has okay, to bounce. Luck how is I a bad game luck. from one person. From one bad game from one person. Luck is when somebody tripping or getting hurt on the other team. That is luck for you, okay? Those aren't things that you can control, but they are lucky. But those things don't make a dynasty. Those See, things will make a one-off champion like uh, New York Giants when they beat the undefeated Patriots in the Super Bowl. Like the Ravens who really haven't done anything ever since like the uh like the Eagles 2 years ago what happened last year they missed the playoffs like the Rams who made the Super Bowl last year Injuries missed the playoffs this year those teams are the ones that okay got lucky at those times we also have a very but different the- definition of luck though for me luck is when preparation meets opportunity is when you've been busting your ass all season long to do one thing and you get the chance to do it 
Sure. The way the ball rolls, in my opinion, is not luck. Okay, but doing it over That's and over just and over. physics. But doing it over and over and over and over and over again you know, is not going to I don't mean literally bounce their I, way. I mean, you have to catch a break. Pops even said it before. You, it, it, you ask any coach, you need a few breaks during your season to win. Yeah, just, so you it, need a few breaks, which means that the Patriots had to get a few breaks, which makes them lucky. A few breaks. A few. You breaks. have to catch a few breaks to be lucky. If you catch one break, are you lucky? And by y'all's definition, if you catch a break, are you lucky? No. I mean, how is that not lucky? By your okay, definition, luck I can is catch not... one break. Okay. Are you lucky that but time? But if I fuck up, hold on. And... Are you lucky uh-huh. that time? I can catch. Are you lucky when you catch a break? Yes or no. Depends on the situation. Depends on the situation. How is that dependent on the situation? If you catch a break in your favor. Are you not lucky in for a that? football game? Oh, the quarterback, the the ball slipped out of the quarterback's hands, and we picked it up for a fumble recovery. But we still lost the th- game by thirty points. Was that team lucky? How do you know that that didn't wouldn't affect the game after Saints, that completely? Saints Vikings, by rule, probably a pa- pass interference. Do you call it? No, that's a break for me. That's luck. So they got lucky. So you get lucky. Yes, Vikings. So has, again, my point, because I'm not quite understanding, if you catch a break, that means that that team is lucky, right? And that moment, that team is lucky. Good or bad, that's still a lucky moment, right? Viking, Vikings. Good or bad, if you catch a break, if you're losing by 30 or winning by 10, if you catch a break, you are lucky in that moment. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, in that one moment. Okay, but, it, but fine. So if your team catches multiple not, breaks so over you, the course oh. of a year, hold on. If a team catches multiple breaks over the course of the year, are they not lucky every time they catch that break? Sure, but you're saying. So uh, hold on. Let me finish my whole train of thought. So if a team catches multiple breaks, are they not a lucky team? Meaning that their victories also have to do. With luck. There is luck involved in their victory. There is a luck involved in every fucking thing, but there is no way that you can tell me that the Patriots are nothing but luck. I'm not saying they're nothing but then luck. Then there is a, a certain amount of control. So in my opinion on this, winning is control. Hmm. I'm glad tell you me think how. So. Because you cannot, because there's always the opportunity. Then you're the telling me the Patriots is the, are the luckiest franchise in the history. Did the yes. Go- did the Golden State Warriors yes. get lucky? Yeah. I'm not saying if no, 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 no. Don't put it that way because he will twist that. Well, I can twist that. Time. Yes, they did get lucky. Everybody I gets mean, lucky. Every team for, catches breaks, like you guys are saying. They got lucky and they won. Have the too. Spurs been lucky 22 years in a row to make the playoffs? They've been lucky that they got good draft picks. <laughs> they yeah. lucky that they lucked out on the draft picks that they got. We had, okay, they're so lucky that good, they got the goat in the sixth round. They're lucky had, that Bill Belichick stays in Foxborough. We had very good fortune two years in a row. Or two years, whatever it was. Two draft. No, Bill yes. Belichick staying in Foxborough? That's not luck. How is that not luck that he decided of his own personal accord to stay there? People leave when like, they want to Hey, we're going to pay you. Yeah, but we're he gonna can go do get what paid we can more to... elsewhere. You're going to tell me that somebody else won't pay him more somewhere else? Then Robert Kraft? Hell no. He's going to make sure he stays there and pay him the most really? money. Really? You don't think Jerry Jones is going to be like, yo, bro, here's the bank. Win for me. No. Bullshit. <laughs> There's no way Jerry Jones will not outbid Robert Kraft for Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah, but why would you want to go coach for Bill for Jerry Jones? Because you can win in Dallas. Why not? Why would anybody go coach anywhere? No why sure. does Mike McCarthy want to come to Dallas? I wouldn't. As a head coach, he makes that job not want to. I wouldn't. 
Of course, I'm not and never going to be in that position. But you cannot say that everybody, there's a 100% chance that you're going to win every year. No, there's not. Okay, so if there is an ounce of anything else other than that, then you did, in fact, get lucky on some level to win because there is the opportunity for you to still lose. Yes. Oh, you could say the same thing in the other regard, too. I have a 0% chance to win, but I... Let's say let's put it this way. I am going to be a terrible team, but I'm going to go sign the best player in the league. And I magically got better. Did I get lucky by signing this person? No. You got lucky to have the opportunity to sign that person for sure. Somebody else could have picked him up for more money faster than you. How do you know that for a fact? In a salary cap league. How do you know that for a fact? <laughs> how do you know that they're going to be available? Like how do you know these things? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know, dude. Winning, winning is, has winning is hard. Winning is hard, and I think a lot of people forget that. Yeah, winning is very, very hard. When you say when you uh, when you say how many World Series rings is it going to be, or is it going to take for it to be worth it for the Yankees after signing Garrett Cole? One, one, just one. Fair enough. That's all it takes. To Yankees fans, the, all they want is number twenty-eight. Fair enough. Yeah. Which is still ridiculous. Any other organization but. in the league, Cowboys, literally anybody else besides the Patriots, how many how many Super Bowls is it going to take for them to win, to make it all all the years worth it? Just one, my guy. Winning is fucking hard. Yeah, for sure. And I people I think people forget and it's that work. It's not luck. There is luck involved in winning a championship. There's but it's not all luck. There's a lot of work. And you still have to have that luck. But you have to there. have control, too. And I'm, let me ask you guys. In all three sports, in all three sports, major sports, sorry, the basketball, football, baseball, you know what I mean? And I asked you this about soccer, but does, I'm not applying it to soccer right now. <laughs> in all three sports, name the coaches that have won multiple championships in the last decade. 09. Since 09. Belichick. Bruce Bochy. Um, Popovich. Nope. Mm-mm. Multiple decades since 09? Since 2009, no, 09. he's 1-1. 14. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, uh, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Then I was like, then Steve Kerr. That's all I found. It's fucking hard. Eric Spolstra. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mm-hmm. totally forgot that one. Yeah. It, it, I bring this up because it bothered me today when I saw... How Mike McCartney's uh McCarthy, sorry, he's like they said uh so I was watching Speak for Yourself and he's like, Well he's got a Super Bowl ring and he's like, Well he's, it's only one. It's a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, for sure. It's That's hard fucking to get. hard to do. You know? Winning is that's all I gotta say about it's winning is hard. And I oh, think yeah. a lot of people forget that, dude. Oh, I yeah. mean No, it's if not you're an easy me, task. If, if you're asking me the Spurs would have more than five rings right now, but it's hard. It's hard to do. You need a little bit of luck to do it. You you need a little luck to do it. You need a few balls to bounce you away. You need to catch a few breaks. Plain and simple. It's hard. But it's not gonna. It's not gonna happen without a, any type of level of control. You can't just go with this scheme of concern. Be like, let's hope it goes our way. True. And we're gonna win. True. You have to set yourself up for success. The Holtz put and themselves... And that brings in the control aspect. If you don't control the pieces that you can control by putting the the 
best pieces in the position to succeed, you're not going to win. doesn't Correct. matter how lucky you are. I agree with that. Pop put himself in a good position when he basically made himself the head coach, and he went out and got these three guys that he loves and he trusts, built a team around them, and boom, they have five, world, they have five championships. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't take a level of preparation. But you don't get me mistaken. The way you are putting this is I'm not calling the Patriots dynasty lucky, though. No. I'm saying that they have to have luck to win. Everybody does. Everybody does. But you can't just say that they're lucky. You can't, yeah. You can't base it all on luck. Okay, but the point that we're, again, I don't know how we got so far. The question was is it within your control or is it without of your control? You can't, bro. Then you can't. Then I agree with him. You can't answer this question. You can't argue it. Like, if you're going to argue it this some way... Some of it is in your control. Some of it is not. It's both. Okay. If, yeah, if you're going to argue it this way, you can't answer that question. Simple as that. If it's black or white, this or that, little you bit can't. of column A, little column B, bro. I don't know. I, I, in my opinion, it is not within your control. You cannot control every variable. If you could control every variable, then yes. You can control yes, showing it up. Is you your, can control showing up. You can control watching film, doing all the prep yeah, you want. absolutely. But that's not every variable, to my point. It's not. It's not. Okay, if you but can't control every... Luck. You can't control playing in a which, game. again, if you can't control it, that means it's not in your ability to control, which means it's can not... You, can you control playing in a game, chucking up every shot, and just hoping it goes in? Technically, yes, if you are the shooter. You can you control that. how that's going to give you, can, you success. I'm not saying it's going to give you sex, but I can control whether that's I shoot... That's the whole point. The, Winning know. is success. Yes, yeah, to win, you have to be successful. Well, okay. no, not necessarily. Well, yeah, it it's usually leads to it, yes. Winning is success. Maybe not the other way around, but winning is success. When you win, you are typically successful, yes. So the question is, is Depending winning level of success. control or concern? Not success. Is winning control or concern? Concern winning, because you cannot control every variable. There's my no, answer. We won't continue you, because you're just going to argue with me, and I'm going to argue and back. He, exactly. It's and we've been be, doing it, it for like 20 minutes. It's got to be both. No, it's you cannot control every variable. You if tell I me, can control every variable, then sure. But I can't control what the other guy is going to do tonight. And if he has a better game exactly. than me, then great. You which can't is why control you can't, everything, Which dude. is why my answer is it's in your sphere of concern. You cannot control it. If you it's tell within me the Detroit Tigers are going to win the 2020 World Series. I'm saying they have a chance. <laughs> I'm saying everybody has a chance when they start. <laughs> Oh Jesus uh, Christ! I, I don't know. What You're going to tell me they have zero chance. You're going to tell me you have zero chance. They have every team point zero 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 zero. That is such one. bullshit. Okay, so there's still a chance. If you cannot control every variable, there is no, still a chance. You can't control okay, every variable. Okay, Leicester City. Literally, Leicester City had a five thousand to one odds to win the Premier League. Literally, somebody bet ten dollars and won thirty million. Dollars because this team made of fucking nobodies was supposed to do jack shit in you the Premier League at Ameri- and then they won. You can look at an American team and say the same thing about then, the Blues. There you go. Last year so when they were last place. Everybody has a chance to win every year. Everybody has you a chance. You cannot control every but, variable. But. You cannot control every no, variable. No, you can't. But you can't control pieces. And you can do all you want, but you still not can control every variable. I mean, even the best teams controlled other pieces and they still lost. Yes. Then how is it in their control if they still lost? But there's teams that are favored that put all the right pieces in sure, place. Sure, that's not what I'm and saying. And they win. And they still lose too. They still lose too. If there's a chance for somebody else and to win, you cannot control team, everything. Then those bad teams, they can lose too or they can win too. 
I'm saying they can't. Yes. Everybody has the opportunity to win. If you cannot control everybody's opportunity to win, literally, in my opinion, the only way to control every variable is to make sure that no other teams play. There's no point in playing then if we're talking about what you're saying. How is there not a chance? If everybody has a chance to win the game, no, why wouldn't that make it more competitive? There's no point in trying to build a team, period. There's no point in having coaches out there. There's no point in having a general manager out there. There's no point in having an owner out there because you know what? Fuck it. I can't control it. Why am I even going to try? Because you love the game. Where did yeah. you forget about that? If you love the game, you play the game to win. Even if you're not going to win the championship, you still can play the game because you love the game. But you yeah. have to control certain aspects of it. Okay, but you can't control all of it, which no, is my point. But there is a level of control. Which I'm not arguing with you. You can have a 99% chance to but win. But you're arguing that winning in general... You cannot control everything in winning. You then can you're only... saying it is column A or column B. Yeah, and I'm saying column B. You cannot control everything. No, 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 no. The way you just said it right there is you're saying that it is both, not just one. No, I'm saying that you can do everything in your power. But you, even if you do everything in your power, you can still lose. Yes. Meaning it's outside of your control. You can prep all you want, but that doesn't mean that you will still win. That doesn't mean that you control everything. I can get the best players, the best pieces, the best everything. The Yankees have been doing that for 10 years, but you and they still don't have a championship in the past 10 but years. But you controlled who you got. That doesn't mean they're going to win. No, but you put yourself in in the best position. Sure, but that doesn't mean you're going to win. control of certain variables. You can control who's on your team. You can't control who's on their team. You can't control. I'm going to put it to you in a different way. Okay. (laughs) Which aspect is most important to winning? Control or concern? Most important to a winning franchise. Which is most important? Most important would likely, because you can't control everything, you can only control what you can do in-house, would be the control in-house. There you go. But that doesn't the, mean you can control everybody else. No, Literally, no, 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 I no, just no. Made Stop an right example. there. Stop right yeah. there. You I, just, that is the whole point of this. No. Yes, it is. No. Because what, it is. The whole point is, can you control what other people do? No, you obviously can't. Then why is it in all of your control? If you can't control other because people... Because you can only control what you do. I, that's what I've been saying! If you can, can only control what you do, that means you can... Okay, so if there's 32 teams in a league, right? And you control one team. That means you control one 32nd of just that entire you, league. Just because you can't control everything... doesn't. Then it means it's not in your... You can literally control one 32nd of your entire league and say that you control everything? No! Then it's not in your control overall, is it? But winning franchises have control over what they can control. and Every team has control over what they control. And it's those good decisions that they control that make them a winning franchise. Okay, I, we're not going to agree on this. No, obviously <laughs> we're not. not. Because we've been going for like 30 minutes on the same thing. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Winning is hard. That's all I want to say. Jesus. Don't yeah. be so hard on your teams because you haven't won a Super Bowl or World Series or whatever. So you many. have to work at it. It's hard. It is hard. Yeah. Just Don't ever that forget it's that. Be lucky in one year and just win it. Jesus. All right. <laughs> I second. get what you're saying, dude. But like for me, moving on. <laughs> Favorite thing of the week, boys. Texans won playoff game. Going to the. Uh, By game the way. Uh, 
we have officially dubbed him. He is now oh, a yeah. Texans fan. Go Texans. He's now the As Texans fan. As of this fan. year, he is a Houston Texans fan from being a free agent. So congratulations. congratulations. You finally have a team. You've been signed. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my money? Right. <laughs> but anyway. Where are my season tickets? Nah, right. I'm kidding. That'd be nice. That'd be really nice. Yeah. That'd be cool if like a franchise would be like, oh, you've been a fan for like X number of years, and you can prove it. Dude, like, the game that we went to, tickets. they had a they had a halftime thing. Uh, some of the it's like some of the season ticket holders that have been around for like since O two the longest, they won all a bunch of prizes. One of them got a Super Bowl trip for two. Oh shit! Yeah, dude, that's badass. Yeah, dude, that's badass. I was like, but it, they didn't show any details, or they didn't share any details, obviously. But like afterwards, I was asking them, I was like, you think that means like they're paying for the whole trip, or they're just saying? Hey, here's some Super Bowl tickets, but you got to find your own way. Like that wouldn't surprise me. That probably wouldn't surprise me either. They'd probably say it's a package if it was a package. You know, <coughs> like two, a Super Bowl trip for two. Here's the tickets. Find your own way. I still wouldn't that be mad at that. I like. I that'd be. I mean, great. I wouldn't be I got mad tickets at tickets because those yeah. tickets are like I was say, thousands like, each. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at it either. I'm it's like, like ten like, grand. <laughs> you don't have to spend. It's like, you know exactly. I mean? Personally, I wouldn't have the money to go. So, and my team's not in. So I'd be like, you know what? Cool. I'd uh, scalp them. Geek. <laughs> Here's two tickets. <laughs> I'll take the money right now, please. <laughs> Honestly, you probably sell it for more too. Fuck yeah! So, I mean, you'd be turning a profit immediately, anyways, because it'd be free. These tickets two to you. tickets for ten grand. Hey, I'm selling two tickets, fifteen grand Super Bowl. Right. Let's go. <laughs> I'll buy a new car. Thank you. <laughs> Mine was uh, going to my the fucking uh, debt. Yeah. Mine was going to the uh, All American All Star Game with uh, Kevin and Denise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Cool. All American. Um, yeah, all American All Star game. Not All Star. Oh, well, they're kind of. I mean, all-stars. it's an All Star game. They're kind of All Star y. They didn't play like it, but they're All Star. See, <laughs> <laughs> All American Bowl in San Antonio, Texas, at the Alamo Bowl. Uh, top high school recruits from all over the nation come to San Antonio and play in the Alamo Bowl, and several of them uh, announced their uh, commitments. Which right is really there, cool. Yeah, yeah. Really during cool. the game, it yeah. was, it's always really cool to see. So yeah. I was like, how they ask their mom to announce it a lot of times. Nice. And I don't think it's nationally televised. So I mean, if you're ever in the San Antonio area in, in beginning, it is televised. Of, uh, right? I was like, I think it's January. televised. It? It's, it's televised. It's definitely yeah. televised. I don't yeah. know nationally or not, but it's definitely televised. It's, it was televised locally for sure. I yeah. know locally because I know like it was on the radio mm-hmm. with uh, Jason Minix. Yeah, who we've had on the show by the way, mm-hmm. actually uh, calling the game, but. It might even be now. I feel like it. No, I don't think it is. You don't think so? I don't think I'd it be is. curious to find out. For all out. you, the guys out there that are outside of San Antonio, let us know if you saw it on your uh, guide or something. Yeah. We're kind of curious it about up that. popped on your, your but, ESPN. Uh, if you're ever in San Antonio around the beginning of January, they always have the All-American All-Star. Uh, all, damn it, now you got me doing it. <laughs> the All-American Bowl, and you get to see a lot of these uh, high school recruits right before they go to college. Some of the biggest names have been in this game. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott's been in there. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Lamar Jackson was in it. Odell Chase Beckham Young. Jr. Old, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Chase Young. Uh, Nick Bosa. I mean, it's been like 20 years now, right? This is the 20th like, yeah, anniversary Yeah, this was one? the 20th anniversary yeah. of this year. Uh, uh, Tyron Smith, mm-hmm. Marcus Lawrence. Uh, like They've had some names. They've had some yeah, names. I mean, a lot of the big stars in the NFL t- today – were big high school recruits of yesterday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you ever come, if you're in the San Antonio area at that time, come check out the game. It's a lot of fun. Tickets are cheap too, so I mean, there's always room. I always liked, or I, I really liked after that game. There was the San Antonio All American game. Yeah, where it was just kids from San Antonio going out to do that. Nice. So I thought that was really yeah. cool. Also, Kevin, your favorite thing? 
Fuck, what was my favorite thing? I, I oh, lost you it. you said after, it, yeah. I, I lost it after that. Oh, 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 oh. Patriots. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, and not just that they lost, <laughs> but that it was the Dolphins that were responsible for their loss. Not just because of the loss in, in Week 17 that knocked them to the third seed, but the old Dolphins quarterback in Tannehill was the one that helped seal their deal to lose in the wild card round. <laughs> First time they've been in the wild card round since 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's pretty sweet. I think we <laughs> saw the end of a dynasty. And that's an interesting topic too. I hate the Patriots. I respect the hell out of them. Right. But I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> Next up Falcons. <laughs> anyway. Oh fuck no. Oh, <laughs> uh, they are awful. No. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's true though. All right, boys. Thank you to Baseballism. Thank you to Unforgettables. And thank you to Hanging Oak Studio and to Brother. Go, don't forget to leave us a positive review on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Don't forget to join our Patreon as well. You can find us at patreon.com slash show. I believe that's what it is. And uh, you can... Uh, I'm, I'll read it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> like he was getting closer. I was like... Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Go follow us on the socials. We're, uh, we're very active on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and uh, our email is doublesportshow at gmail.com. D-O-U-B-L-E-A-S-P-O-R-T-S-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. Sweet. Oh God! Winning, good. winning is hard. <laughs> Be good to your friends. Live up to your word, and uh, take care. <laughs> hey, step up to the plate. Keep on swinging. You're gonna get your swing and misses, but eventually you'll get those home runs. And uh, yeah, you can control your wins. You can't. It's also you luck. can control some of it. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Be good, or sorry, be good to yourself. Be good to each other. Don't drink and drive. And do not text and drive. Thank you. <laughs>